Zone Studios. This is 975-1280 the Zone. And the Zone Sports Network. Turn to the experts. Carrier. Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Leonard against Marjanovic, far side corner. Baseline drive to the rim. Kawhi Leonard! A building breaking jam. Another one from Kawhi at Porzingis to the poster list. George top of the key to Leonard on the left wing against Jalen Brunson in the 2 3 Dallas Maverick zone. Driving middle, gets past Brunson, pulls up from 10, and he got the roll. Kawhi Leonard with 28. And the Clippers knock the Mavericks out 126 111. So it's Jazz and Clippers Tuesday night. PK, now we know. Now we can really begin obsessing. You put a question up on our Facebook page, and people are full-on obsessing. Excellent. Well, let's put up a shut-up for the Jazz. I mean, beating Memphis Grizzlies was nice, but nobody cares. I mean, the only way it's news is if you lost. And so now the Clippers are viewed as a a great team. This point differential apparently is the the rage. I'm, I'm glad I finally caught on. If you want respect in this league, which is what they've been striving for, you've got to beat the Clippers. This is no excuses here. You can argue strongly that this is the de facto, and I don't even know what de facto means. It just sounds really cool that this is the de facto Western Conference Final. Even though it isn't, it should be. I don't know what de facto means. I don't know where it comes from, what the origin is. I don't know. I've never understood German, so I don't know about it, but I just know that you could argue. German? I don't know. Did you hear what I just said? <laughs> well, you said it was German. I don't know. Yo no sé. Spanish. You name it. I don't know. So, this is it now. Right here. You got to win. They do. And the Clippers have the rep. Although the Clippers, well, I guess they've been one round further than the Jazz a year ago. So that's what they've got. Who gives a crap about last year? I mean, no, it's it's Ty Lue is the coach. Kawhi Leonard has won two, two titles, right? and Ty Lue's won one, and he's been to conference finals, NBA finals, blah, 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 blah. So it's all of that. Expect a long series. That's what the Clippers seem to play, just one in seven. Lost in seven to the Nuggets last year and lost in six, or one in six against the Mavericks last year. They play long series. Expect this one to be a long series. We'll get to your worries, the things that stress you out about the Clippers. We'll do that next. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Now Trey dribbles back towards the lane. Trey in the lane. Little jumper. Foul line is good. Trey Young, 29 points. They've whacked him. They've hacked him. They've doubled him. They've tried everything. He's got 29, and the Hawks lead by 22. Trey way out there with it. They double him again. He dribbles out of it. Now he steps back, drives the lane again, goes all the way through, goes under the basket, brings it out the other end, turns and shoots a right-hander and scores. Trey had them running around like whirling dervishes, and they couldn't stop him. We were supposed to run a play, and he wasn't in his spot, and then I looked at him. He was grimacing, so... Sucks. It sucks. It sucks out because I want I want him to be out there. I know how much he cares. I know how much he wants to be in this moment. It sucks. I, you know, wish he him a speedy recovery. We're gonna keep him involved as as much as possible, but it's just a bad break. 
Kevin Durant talking about James Harden's injury the opening minute of Game 1 of their second-round series. The Nets went on and won without him. He limped off the floor, right hamstring tightness. He's not going to play tonight in Game 2. Bucks and Nets, 5.30 tonight. The PK, they got a lot of firepower, and they've been playing with two of their big three for most of this season anyway, so it's not that unusual. It's not unusual, but it's usual in that the injury issue is a major factor upon these NBA playoffs. One star after another, and he is the latest. Before that, you heard highlights as the Atlanta Hawks beat the Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embiid. We know about the cartilage damage. We've been told about that in his right knee. He went out and played through it. In the regular season, he was criticized for missing games and not playing through stuff and always being hurt. Whatever was going on with his knee, he still had 39 points, and it wasn't enough. The Sixers get beat by the Hawks, 128-124. Trey Young came out and lit them up early. He did? Yeah, he's he's been on a phenomenal run here. He's a great player. 35 points and 10 assists. I think he had 24 of them at the half. Little fellow, but he's finding ways to get it done, man. They're going to have to make adjustments and not let him go off. You'd think Philly, with their size and all that stuff, should be able to have a better handle on this kid. But they don't. No, they haven't, and they didn't. Tonight, Game 2, Nets at 5.30. Nuggets and Suns, Game 1 at 8 o'clock. They're both on TNT tonight. Ready to see if the Suns can do it? You talked about de facto championship. I'm sure that would make everyone in Phoenix shake their heads since the Suns were just a game behind the Jazz. Not to mention Coolidge. And beat them three times. Where is Coolidge? (laughs) Which small town in Arizona are you referencing now? I don't know, mountains or desert? I'm going to go mountains. No, you're wrong. Desert? Central Arizona College. Uh Which is really good athletic junior. Have a good junior college athletic program. Mm -hmm. Um... it is out east of, uh, or north of I-10 I- on the way to Tucson. But they put it, it's literally, that's the only thing there. And it would be like a, like a big L or a 90 degree. So they put it 10 miles away from Casa Grande and 10 miles away from Coolidge. That's the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it is. It is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> wow. So it's in between the two communities. You follow me? Yeah, I do. It's yeah. uh, That is really the middle of nowhere. So, like, at the top of the L would be Coolidge. At the bottom would be Central Arizona College. And then at the end of the bottom line would be Casa Grande. So it feeds into both. Although, uh, a lot of people from out of state, because they got dormitories and everything. Okay. There's one kid who played baseball at Judge a number of years ago. I think got drafted, went down there to play. I can't remember the kid's name, but he's a really good athlete, obviously. So, I actually have a person I know from college who is from Coolidge, Arizona. Yeah. And they had a really good football program back in the day. They did. They were a junior college powerhouse. Uh, Coolidge, that was Coolidge I was talking about. So, uh, there, there you go. Yeah, everybody in Arizona. But I think people view this nationally as the, jazz, the winner of the Jazz Clippers is the favorite to go to the final. And the Jazz are favored in the West. They're favored in this series. The one I saw at the MGM, anyway. I was going to ask you by how much, but the way they do that always confuses me and I don't get it. So you probably couldn't explain it to me. But to the people who understand how it works, do you have any recollection of how much it was? You did that whole plus 240, minus 160 or whatever, I don't know. Yes. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, but I know to some of our listeners it does. Well, yeah, they were they were favored 
pretty good to come out of the uh, West, as you say, East, but come out of the West. All right, coaching carousel, Lakers assistant Jason Kidd, rumored to be Damian Lillard's favorite coach to replace Terry Stotts in Portland, has removed his name from consideration for the job. Drama in Portland. Who will it be? Was coaching really the problem? Or their bigs not good enough? Great backcourt, but how's that front line working for you? Well, yeah, you can get whomever you want as coach. Uh, I don't know that that's a big issue. And it's important, obviously, to have a good coach. But you've got to get players. And Portland's is just running in place. I mean, they're the hamster on the wheel, aren't they? Yeah, if anything, they flipped back a little bit because they were in a conference final a couple years ago. Uh, yeah, I think that was circumstantial. It was certainly a strong side of the bracket, weak side of the bracket, and they came to the weak side. Yeah. But nonetheless. I, I don't know if they're any worse than they were a couple a couple years ago. They're a good team. But they're stuck being a good, good team. team. How do you be a great team? Yeah, they got to get better bigs. Orlando Magic parting ways with Steve Clifford. So, Orlando job is open. Well, that's a massive rebuild. They sold Again. off everybody. Yeah. Back to square one. And who else is open? There's a third job open, and now I'm blanking on it. But 10% of the league looking, looking for head coaches. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. He's back, baby. Booth Gotch is going to return to the Utes. Craig Smith getting two transfer portal commitments. Booth Gotch, who played here, left, went to Minnesota, is coming back. And Dusan Mahorik. Mahorsik, I hope I'm pronouncing his name even borderline close to something accurate. Uh, Illinois State. So he's going to join. He'd been pursued by BYU in Texas also. So is this a case of you're at a small school, you play a little better. Hey, let's go try the big time. I have no idea about this kid. (laughs) Come on. I know about Gotch because we saw him. And I can remember last year. Oh, he wasn't that big of a deal. He was going to be out of place. We got Jones. We don't really need this guy anymore. And then a year later, (laughs) hey, we got him back, baby. (laughs) So if you are the ones... Or any of that group that, some tweets. that said, oh, well, it's not that, you know, I mean, it's not that big of a loss. <laughs> then it's not that big of a pickup. Yeah. And if you if you want to go from the media perspective, just follow the paycheck. I mean, and you'll see where their allegiance is. It, 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 there's always a direct line that way. And I don't, I don't blame any. Everyone's got to look out uh, for their own financial well-being. And if they think being a homer is the way to go about it, so be it. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. Tennessee Titans get Julio Jones. They send a 2022 second round pick and a 2023 fourth round pick to Atlanta in exchange for Jones and a 2023 sixth round pick. Falcons, they get a lot of cap room. Jones is making like 15 million. His cap number's huge. Uh, Titans didn't have to give up a first-round pick. That's what Atlanta was asking. But since no one was giving it, they settled for a second-round pick. No reason to let this drag on all summer, I guess. So they got something for them. They sent them to the other conference so they don't have to deal with them a lot. Now we'll see if he can stay healthy and have a huge impact for the Titans. They got a great run game, so when you got Derrick Henry there, you would think play action and throw the deep ball. We've seen Julio Jones hauling plenty of 40 and 50 yarders. Oh, I've seen him. He's down by the schoolyard. Sweet. Got it. Julio down by the schoolyard. Well done. Yeah. 
Green Bay Packers president Mark Murphy writes, The situation we face with Aaron Rodgers has divided our fan base. There's a monthly column that's posted on the team website. Rodgers could face fines upwards of $90,000 for skipping OTAs this week, but the team could give him an excused absence. Depends on if they want to pour more fuel on the fire. Or do they want to draw a line in the sand? I don't know. I'm checking out on this. (laughs) DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Reyes delivers, and Winker swings and sends one high and deep to right field. Going back on it, Rondon at the wall, leaps, it's gone! Winker's third home run of the game, and it puts the Reds back on top, 8-7. to seven. Hendricks has the sign. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss! White Sox win. Congratulations, Hall of Famer Tony La Russa. Career win, 2,764. He's getting hugs from his coaching staff. He now is in sole possession of second on the all-time list. He has the most wins by any manager with a winning record in the history of Major League Baseball. You got to put in a winning record. That way, uh, Connie Mack doesn't count. Tony Roos is now second all-time. He don't count? Well, he's number one in wins, but he doesn't have a winning record. Managed the Philadelphia A's for a half season. Well, how does it not count? You just obliterated the Mac family. If I were them, I'd be hurt. Well, then don't just say most wins. Don't say most wins with a winning record. Because he has the most wins, but he has a losing record. Uh, Yeah. Antonio Roos is a thousand wins away, so he's not catching him. Uh, you, you, You get bogged down in stuff, man. Major League Baseball, Giants lose to the Cubs. Patrick Wisdom homer twice. Cubbies beat the Giants. Padres don't pick up any ground. They lose to the Mets. Dodgers fall to the Braves, 4-2. Atlanta took two out of three from the Dodgers this weekend. So, Giants two games up on the Padres and three up on the Dodgers there. Also in there, you heard Jesse Winker hitting three home runs as the Reds beat the Cardinals. Done that twice this season. That's his second three-homer day? Yeah. Yep, he's done it twice. Logan Gilbert picks up his first win. Mariners beat the Angels. Mariners just kind of hovering around 500. They're going to be in that West race. They're just going to watch Oakland and Houston disappear over the horizon. Well, there's a wild card available. They are very beat up at the moment, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just got to hope they get healthy. If they get healthy, look out. Nope, not even then. If Jim Presley comes back and is able to play like we know he can and Edgar Martinez unretires, they're going to be something. Giants third baseman Evan Longoria will be out four to six weeks after suffering a sprain left shoulder in a collision with shortstop Brandon Crawford Saturday in a 4-3 win over the Cubs. In the ninth inning, PK, that was a nasty collision. See, outfielders collide a lot. You don't usually see infielders running into each other like that. Correct. You blame it on the uh, on a shift a little bit? Were they a little more crowded than usual? I blame it on midnight. Okay, fine. Oh, blame it on midnight. Oh, shame on the moon. DJ and PK. Golf. Patrick Canley wins the Memorial. Did it in a playoff. John Rahm had a massive lead Saturday after shooting 64. He was 18 under and had a six-shot lead, and then they notified him 
tested positive for COVID while he was walking off the 18th green. He withdrew for the tournament, and that set us up for a playoff How on Sunday. How stupid was that? Them's the rules. Should they have changed the rules? Yeah, he's outside. I think he was vaccinated. Wasn't that true? Uh, There's conflicting reports on oh. that. He, and he could have carried his own clubs or have the the caddy throw him a club. And I don't understand. <laughs> I really don't understand. Toss what's me that going, six iron. What's going on here? But you know, I'm it's not. the rules they put in place, and maybe they should have updated them as people got vaccinated. It's like you said, Yak. Was he or was he not vaccinated? The latest word is he he was one of the guys who was not vaccinated. Oh. So I don't know. Well, and he had no symptoms. Obviously, he didn't. He was leading by six. Can't use a clubhouse, dude. Okay. Okay. Don't use <laughs> it, man. He, it was, how many of us have gone behind a tree? All right. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting to see the uh, fan duel and some of these other sports because you paid him out as the winner, even though he didn't finish the They may not have won. But they, he had a pretty big lead. Six stroke, and he's an emerging player. And he's a sun devil. He is, yeah. Yeah, he came over not knowing a word of English. He said he uh, learned it by rap music and television. So if he learned it by rap music, you know, he swears a lot. But we're not supposed to acknowledge that. I get it. That made you uncomfortable the other day when I was reading those rap lyrics. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Why are we uncomfortable? It was what Damon Lillard said he'd listen to. Yep. Why would that make you uncomfortable? Certain mocking quality to it. What's, like you don't? You relate to that? I don't relate to that, but that's <laughs> different than mocking it, and you know it. What's the difference? I just want to put it out there. This is that's these are the, what this generation is growing up listening to. You are de- you were de facto mocking it. I and stand. They knew it, they I'm knew not it trying to plead innocent here. Okay. <laughs> You're trying to assign me something that I assigned myself years ago. <laughs> I don't know why? Why did you feel all uncomfortable? Because I don't know where you're going next. Wherever I need to die, I was going. I know, at, right? It was live. <laughs> there it is. Now we agree. But <laughs> no, well, we don't agree. I don't understand why you're uncomfortable. So that that that's the issue. I mean, I was reading it live. I think that that needs to be out there. We need to. You need to know what your kids are listening to. I think it is out there. Then why are you uncomfortable? Because why are you going there? Because it's out there. If it's out there, Damian Lillard brought it to our attention. Why would I ignore it? I wanted to know what was Damian Lillard thinking. That's not what we were discussing. With Damian That's Lillard what I was thinking. discussing. Because is he going to stay? Is he going to demand a trade? Because we just said Portland's going nowhere. So when I saw that, I had no idea what that tune was. I don't listen to that stuff. I'll be the first to admit it. If that makes me an old fuddy-duddy, fine. I'm guilty. I don't care. But I wanted to know where he was coming from. That's why I read those things. What is he going to do? He's a premier player in this league. Is he going to be available what would be the price tag? What would be the price tag for somebody like Damian Lillard if he becomes available? Does Portland want to make him available? Minimum, I, I would. I would think no. He's their best player by far. I would think no because if you trade him, you're going to lose the trade 99 times out of 100. Okay, but the Jazz did the so same thing. One. They let their best players not to the caliber of Damian Lillard with Al Jefferson and Paul Millsap, right. and here they are several years later on top of the world. So do you have if to do tra- that? If they trade him, they need to get back a young player and what's a draft pick that looks like it should be a high lottery pick. Can't really guarantee those things. But I think that's where they have to go if they're going to trade Lillard. That needs to be the price tag. 
a good young player and a high pick. So looking at those rap lyrics were fascinating to me to see what that young man's thinking. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, Mark Madsen, UVU basketball coach, former Laker, three-time NBA champion, and he will talk NBA playoffs with us coming up at 8 o'clock. We'll see what he thinks about the Clippers and the Jazz. See what he thinks about the Lakers getting eliminated so quickly. Steve Cleveland, our basketball insider at 9 o'clock. Coming up next, the question of the day. All about the series that starts tomorrow night. What concerns you about the Clippers? We'll get to that next. Stay with us. The Big Show. The Big Show. With Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. General Manager of the Utah Jazz, Justin Zanuck. Quinn said this is a different team than a year ago. What's different about it? Obviously, a lot of different events last year forced us to learn some hard lessons, whether it's accomplishing what we did in the bubble and not getting to where we wanted. Having Jordan for a couple training camps, Boyan's return from injury, Mike getting acclimated and getting to know us and us adjusting to him. All those things just took a little time. And the character of the group, the resiliency of the group, had a lot of challenges this year and had some really good responses from those where maybe a less experienced team would have been a little more rattled and they've come through great this year so really proud of them and the growth they've shown catch the big show weekdays from two to seven presented by big old tires the team you trust on 97.5 1280 the zone in the zone sports network hot takes or toast is brought to you by jerry signer cadillac check out the bold new lineup at jerry signer cadillac it's definitely not your grandpa's cadillac jazz and the clippers question of the morning what concerns you about the clippers I think there are a couple obvious things, but there's probably a whole list of them you can go down to. But at the top of the list, guy is right there with Kawhi Leonard. He's my only concern. Other than that, it's going to be awesome seeing the Jazz and Suns in the Western Conference Final. Scott says Leonard is the only concern, but they are the Clippers, so dot, 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 dot. Dot, 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 dot. Four dots, not the traditional three. They got a bonus dot. No, you got to get to four. Okay, it's best four out of seven. Yeah, Yeah, I like it. So you need four dots. So there it is. Kawhi Leonard. Jonathan says Kawhi. Last two games he's playing at a, quote, all-time great, close quote, well, level. That? And that's uh, always Friday good. night was just amazing at game, the end there. Wow. Game six. Yeah, he was unstoppable. My Man on a mission. Goodness, that was so impressive. We're not going home. That's why I'm a sports fan. You know, I couldn't care less who won the series, so I don't have any rooting interest. I rarely do. But watching him play and make those shots – and he knew it, and everybody else knew it. Everyone in the arena knew it. He was just as blistering hot as could possibly be. He had complete and total confidence. I don't believe in that little segment of the game that he was ever better as a basketball player at any level, ever. He had it going on, especially when you factor in the circumstances and an elimination game for them, and it was just sensational. Uh, And he carried it over to a good degree. Uh, but Dallas is basically a one-man team in terms of one star and a bunch of role players. Uh, and, and the role players are pretty mediocre. Mm, at times, but they're role players. I mean, at times they're not. That's why they're role players. I mean, if they're, by definition, role players are mediocre. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, Tim Hardaway, Tim Hardaway Jr. was pretty good in that uh, Friday game. He, he sucked yesterday. He did. <laughs> He's a role he player. Big time. And Porzingis gave him nothing in that game six loss. 
he's a, seems like he's a role player too. We thought he was a star because he was in New York. And if you do anything in New York, it's overinflated. That's and he's 7'3 and coordinated. Okay. Great. But he's he disappeared. He's okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to write his uh, eulogy as an NBA player just yet. He's you know, He missed a whole year plus. He's injury prone too, so we'll see. But Dallas needs to be better. The point I'm making is the Jazz are way better. They've got a lot more weapons. They have the opportunity and the possibility of being substantially better than Dallas. And that should cause the Clippers issues. But at the same time, if the Kawhi Clippers shoots, are substantially better than Memphis. If Kawhi Leonard shoots 72% and scores 45 points, you're going to have a problem. Yeah. But that this is a second round. You can't have a cakewalk. Nope. The, the thing about it is that the Clippers clearly negotiated to get the Jazz. This is who they wanted in the second round. They didn't want to face the Lakers into the third round conference final. They didn't know about Anthony Davis, obviously, but they sat. Uh, Leonard sat his customary twenty percent or twenty games in a regular season, uh, and Paul George, I think, sat eighteen. Didn't they lose to Oklahoma City late? I mean, Oklahoma City would be hard pressed <laughs> to name guys on their team outside of Dord because he lit him up here uh, that one game. Moses Brown. Yeah. Moses Brown, he you see you see Los Angeles? I think so. Yeah, he's been in the G League though. Most times, yeah. I can I can re- I can recall some Pac-12 players because I obviously watch that conference when it comes to basketball a lot more than I do the other conferences. Uh, so clearly, they negotiated and maneuvered. They can say all anything that they want, but but they you, lost six of their last yeah, ten, so, and they're way better than that. Yeah, and words are nice, but if they're not. Uh, in sync and in harmony with actions, then you're going to go with the actions more than the words. <laughs> words only matter if they're consistent with action in terms of truth. All I mean, words matter. There's no doubt about it. But I'm saying when a person or somebody, an organization makes a statement and says, oh, no, we didn't do that on purpose. Well, when you see well, all the losses that they compiled. They lost, they lost six out of ten, and then that loss to Oklahoma City in the finale, they didn't play Leonard, they didn't yeah. play George, they didn't play Batum, and they didn't play uh, Morris. So they're, they're basically sitting in the whole starting lineup. You play Rondo. You're sitting Nick Batum. You know something's up, man. So the battle of France between Nick Batum and Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Mispronounce all the French names. <laughs> just a de facto. Gobert. It's a de facto uh, national insult. Uh, au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> au revoir. So what? Okay. Au revoir. <laughs> or river Okay, Evan Fournier. How are you gonna pronounce that one? Uh, uh, well, he's got to do something first. Uh, Evan Fournier. 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 Right. Uh. If you if you carried it out. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite musical artists is Jimmy Buffet. What concerns you about the Clippers? So Kawhi Leonard is popping up in a lot of these posts, and, you know, from a lot of people who watched Game 6 and 7 and saw Kawhi Leonard drag the Clippers across the finish line. But the next thing that we hear from people, uh, Randy says, what concerns me? Nothing. If the Jazz hit shots and defend, they'll be fine. Quote, if Conley is ready to go, close quote. A lot of people worried about Mike Conley. How much is he going to be able to play in this uh, series? Kurt Farnsworth says, Conley's injury and Clarkson jacking up threes. They don't have a chance to go in. 
Jazz won two out of three in the regular season against the Clippers, for whatever that's worth. I think there's a lot of asterisks to hang next to it before you hang a lot of value on it. There's a whole lot of, well, but this, well, but that. But Conley did have 33 against the Clippers in the first I game. Mean, I look ahead. High. I don't look behind. I, I, I just don't know why looking behind is going to benefit you. Is Conley going to light up the Clippers again? It goes to your point about the Jazz have all the depth, and you pick your poison, and who do you not put an elite defender on, and does that guy go off? Okay. And Conley went off on him. I mean, 33 points and season high. Great. It's a big game. Again, I look ahead. I don't. But are they not going to have, are they going to lose a weapon right there? Which will impact well, their cares? Bench. Because then Joe Ingles is going to move into the starting line. You're, you're not, if you don't have Conley, you don't have Conley. I mean, that's so. What, what, you going to quit? Doesn't matter. This, this, is, this is a no excuse time of season. It's true. But then we always go to injuries and give people excuses anyway. Lots of people hand the Lakers an excuse for injury. And great. And also hand them their morning coffee because they don't have to get worried about, worried about getting ready for practice today. So you can use it as an excuse if you want, but it doesn't matter. They're gone. You're either in or you're out. And I don't put Mike Conley on the level of Anthony Davis. You know, what I don't see here is I don't see anybody worried about Donovan Mitchell. Why would you be worried about Donovan Mitchell? Well, are you going to get clutchiest Mitchell? Yes. Because clutch is good, but you really need clutchiest. I told you the guy's a B.A., man. Well, then what is there to worry about? In terms of Mitchell, I don't think there's anything to worry about. Is he ready to go for 45 points on 72% shooting and match quality? Does he need to? That's the question. We don't know the answer to that. I would... See what the conditions of the game and the complexion of the game are like. But is he capable of doing it? Absolutely, yes. This guy's got it, man. He has got it. I don't I to me we call the it factor in quarterbacking. If he was a quarterback, we would say it. Move it on the scale of basketball, whatever that it factor is, we you know, it's more of the quarterback position we use that phrase for. But he has got it. So he's if I'm worried about him, well then I got no chance. I mean, he's literally the least of the worries. If I rank any worry relative to the Jazz, he literally is the least worry that I have. There's nothing more. You are the man of the people because I started that by saying I don't see anybody worried about him. I mean, I even worry about Gobert more in terms of what do they do. You got Zubak and uh, Cousins and all of that. They play those guys and Abaka, who's been hurt. You know what do they do? Or do they go, go small. with Morris? Morris uh, has been in and out of the lineup, but uh, obviously yesterday he had the threes going on, which was great. Love to see those role players make shots because they're not going to continue it. <laughs> Use them up now, guys. <laughs> Law of numbers is going to be. Apparent. They are role players. They're role players for a reason. Not that I'm downgrading role players because you need role players. You're not going to have five stars, particularly with the salary cap and all that stuff. You literally can't afford it. You need role players and you need those. That's the great thing about the Jazz is they got a bunch of role players, so they're not reliant like the Mavs you brought up Hardaway. Well, you know, you pretty much need him to be good a lot for them to be. Uh, able to win games, and that's not who he is as a player. 
So the Jazz, they can bounce around. I mean, Dangles didn't score a point. I don't know. He scored two points in the whole series last series. It didn't seem like he was much of a factor in terms of scoring. He can contribute in other ways, certainly, and Quinn Snyder pointed that out. Uh, But at the same time, he can go for 20 in this next game, too. And so can a whole bunch of guys. And Bogdanovich is has the ability to be a an upper level role player, meaning he can go for thirty. And if he goes for thirty, it's not going to be just a breaking news story that none of us saw coming. And same thing with Clarkson. Clarkson's going to score. The three point thing has become uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's become a uh, certainly a talking point because he's going to score, right? He can do all those moves and all, and he's like a magician and everything. But how efficient is he going to be? But if he's, he's hitting the th- that's why if he's hitting the threes, right? He can get his twenty points on twelve shots and just crush it. He could also get twenty points on twenty five shots, and you know you might be able to might be able to win with that. But he if he hits his to- threes, he's going to score in bunches, man. Yes. He's got so many moves down low when he when he comes in, they ought to play that song. The Saturday Night Fever. That guy can dance. Well, you can tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man. No time to talk. You know what I'm saying? Um, unfortunately. Yeah. I do. <laughs> what was his name in the movie? I don't know. That's what they should. That's what his nickname should be, man. This guy's got so many moves down low. And he's like, your eyeballs are going dizzy because he's moving in 15 different directions at the yeah, same time. Yeah, the best part is when the eyes are out and he turns into an assist machine because he can get guys easy shots. Because everybody does is scared of him getting okay. into the paint. And defenses do collapse. Well, that's part of the game too, sure, yeah. I mean, he can do that and not be the one who puts the ball in the basket. It could be other guys. Absolutely. But the point is, if he's hitting the threes, and we all like, that's the barometer. Is Jordan going to be hot from three tonight? Because if he is, let's celebrate. Because he's going to get his points the other way. He's going to get to the free throw line and do all that other stuff, right? So we're just looking at, is that three, is it going to clank or is it going to go in? And if it goes in, all of us can just start breathing easier. (laughs) Well, he'll hit four in a row. That'll be 12 points and four trips down the floor. Get a couple stops and it's a jazz run. Add water and stir, baby. Insta run. If he's hitting four threes, you tell me tomorrow night, four threes. Jordan Clarkson, you take it right now, yes or no? Yes. Okay, Absolutely. Is, there, is there any worry that with, with good old JC, if he's hot, that means, oh my gosh, look out. Because if he's going to take 12, but he starts out 4-5, or five, is he going to take 18 now? <laughs> <laughs> The assists were piling up late in the year. So I think that that gives everybody more trust in him. Because the ball is moving. He's going to get his shots. That's what he's there for. It's why they traded for him. So I don't worry that much about it. But when the whole defense uh, collapses on him and Tony Monero can't find any room on the dance floor in the key. Yeah, Tony Monero. Okay. I never would have got that. I wouldn't either. I looked it up. So... If Tony Monero can't find room in the dance floor, if, as Quinn likes to say, if the eyes are out, he'll find three-point shooters. And he Good. got more comfortable with that late in the season. And he started piling up these you know, three, four, five assists a game. Important. Yeah. Because I think a lot of those assists, he's probably throwing a few lobs to every once in a while to go bear, right? He's getting somebody an easy dunk once in a while. But mostly, I think he's getting guys three-pointers. So you look at four assists and think, oh, that's eight points. It's probably 10 or 11. 
That's where I think they have the potential to miss Conley. I thought Conley at the lob with Gobert at the rim got so good at that. And that was just the the familiarity with each other, I think, over the course of time. And once he got that with Rudy, that became so effective. His scoring obviously is important, but I think they have other guys, if they're making baskets, that can overcome that. Uh, I I love the way you talk about eyes up that Mike had that. Well, up at the rim, I'm thinking. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, in terms, of, I hadn't heard that, but I get it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So you're you're looking up and knowing that hey, I got a little bit of space. There's Rudy. He's coming from the right side, left side, whatever it is, and I just put the ball up there and I look up and I thought Conley has gotten as good as anybody on that team, Joe. Joe knows how to do it, but Joe's a lot off the pick and roll on the bounce, and Rudy is cutting to the basket. Uh, and gets a bounce pass in rhythm and goes up and stuffs it. Whereas Mike puts it up there, and you know it's going down, and he's gotten so good. So that's an aspect that if Mike can't go. But they list him as day-to-day with a mild strain. So I don't know that that means he's going to be starting and playing 30 minutes, and I don't know that means he's going to miss five games either. Right. So I have to see how it plays out. But if Jordan is hitting his threes, you know what that means for the Jazz? You know what they're doing? What are they doing? They're staying alive! He hit 10 three-pointers in five games Who in, did? That, in that first round series. Jordan? Jordan Clarkson, stop. He had one <laughs> game where he hit four. One. So when you throw out four, four is a big number for him. I think that's he, why I said I that. The other thing I wasn't going to say one or two. <laughs> I think the uh, the other thing is see often gets to the free throw line. I think it's underrated yes, because yes. he the threes do lead to runs, and because he is Tony Monero there in the in the key, and so it's exciting to watch. And free throws aren't that exciting, but they're super efficient, and they're just a killer for the other team. And he's an awesome percentage free throw he shooter. Is, he is. So the more he gets. To the free throw line. He did not miss a free throw in the first round series. 21 in a row in that series. He's a stud. Yeah. So get him to the line. All right, DJ and PK. Uh, PK and I have something in common uh, that we didn't really have in common until this week. Speaking are you a stud too? I'm going to tell you what we have in common coming up next. That'll just take a minute, and we will continue with your list of things that you are concerned about as the Jazz get ready to play the Clippers, and we'll do that next. Stay with us. Ow, and For the Utah Jazz. Get out of the way. Round one is done. Got it! As Donovan get- Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and Mike Conley sent the Grizzlies pack. Donovan! Now it's on to round two as the Jazz make a push to an NBA title. I live for the hunt. Hear every second of every moment of Utah Jazz playoff basketball. It's all about survival. Right here on your exclusive home of the Jazz. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. The Zone Sports Network. Flex, Rudy, flex! DJ and PK brought to you in part by Davis Vision. The Davis Vision Summer LASIK sale is going on now. Get rid of those contacts and glasses and save $1,000. Start your road to better vision at Davis Vision. Check them out at davisvisionmd.com or call them today at 801-253-2080. That's Davis Vision. You know what you and I have in common now that we didn't have in common last week? Uh, wow, you got lucky? I love the way you did that. <laughs> 
You, you, you tripped him up on that. Well, because if I say no, then it's he right. Ah, it was brilliant the way you phrased that on either short way. notice, right? Yet he was nervous about where I, the rap lyrics because he didn't know where I was going. When do you ever know where I'm going? <laughs> oh, actually, a surprising percentage of the time lately. It's starting question. to freak me out. <laughs> Why am I thinking like PK? Nope. What we have in common now is we both hate the University of Arizona. You've done it for a long oh, time. I just started Santa doing Barbara this weekend. Beat them in baseball. They beat them twice. They're in the same regional. Well, they were a top seed, though. Yep. UCSB had no problems handling the Big 12 in Oklahoma State. 14-4 to and 13-3. to Get out, Cowboys. You're done. But then uh, Arizona just shut their bats down, four to nothing and five to two. So, send them packing. That's true. Yeah, Pac-12's got a uh, a couple more teams hanging in there. Man. Oregon State's playing today to see if they get to a super regional. It's time to make a coaching change in in Tempe. Yeah, four times in a row he was uh, in the first round deal and he didn't get out. In the regional? It's time to make a change, as far as I'm concerned. Although, uh, not that people care, but uh, last year they only had, uh, what, four rounds, and they had seven guys. Last year was the year, including the number one pick, but we know that there was no Omaha last year, which sucks for those kids. Yeah. Oregon and uh, Oregon State are both playing as double elimination, and they're down to it's one-game winner-take-all now. Both teams have one loss. So maybe the Pac-12 will get a couple more teams through there. All right, let's get back to the question of the morning. The Jazz, what concerns you about uh, the Clippers? Already the Jazz are being disrespected. What happened? I look at the L.A. Times today and your hero, Plachke. My hero? <laughs> his, the, the, the columnist for the sports team, been there for 100 years. History is against the Clippers, home court advantage against the Clippers. Likely more than 90% of Los Angeles basketball fans are against the Clippers. You know what? Bet on them anyway. Bet on them big. It says here, this first round fright was the series, and this game seven brilliance was the win that will eventually catapult them into the NBA Finals. There it is. Taking down the Jazz and the Suns. The Clippers have never been to the NBA Finals. The Clippers have never been to a conference final. Disrespect, man. Credibility. Oh, man, I hope the Jazz stomp them. <laughs> 90% of L.A. is, is against them. Do you think that's fair? The Clippers now have 10% of the market there? If you land oh, 10 basketball fans. winners, yeah. so I would say more. Oh, really? Yeah, there's 8 Because the Lakers people. have such a hold but on I mean, the town. But, no, that doesn't matter. I mean, you just need enough to make money, and they're making money. Well, yeah, it's just it's the NBA in L.A. I mean, people have been going to Clipper games to see the NBA, better seats, cheaper prices. Uh, yeah, that was a long time ago. But, uh, I, but the fact is, see, he thinks the, he doesn't he respect doesn't, the Jazz. He thinks the Jazz are getting beat. Yeah, this is the de facto, and to he the doesn't point, respect the He can the write Suns. about it yeah. without really even mentioning them. They're going to lose. Bet on them big. It says here, this first round fright was a series. That will eventually catapult them into the NBA Finals. As my father once said to me many times over. (laughs) That that was always always how he started his dismissive takes. Yeah. Let a little air out. I can still see his face. (laughs) That was his big thing. You knew where he was going if he started with. I knew when I opened this story. That's why I was trying to get in my computer here to, to be able to read it. Oh, to get into Clippers, to get yeah. a new computer, get a few more free articles? Yeah. <laughs> nice.
Yeah. And so I knew, I knew darn well when I asked you guys how to log yeah. into this computer that once I opened this, this was precisely what I was going to read. Dismissive. Yeah. I, I knew it. I just, I absolutely knew it. I don't, even though the Jazz are favored in Vegas, I just don't think that people think they're all that. They think that the bottom line here they're is they think they're season. a fraud. Yeah. They're a regular season success story, but so what? Under yeah. the pressure of the playoffs, yeah. they will wilt. Yeah, and that's why Memphis, some BFD, yeah, that didn't do anything. That's the 8th seed, ninth seed. Yeah, they weren't even the 8th seed. They were the ninth. They were the ninth seed that took advantage of this greatest thing ever and that got, somebody concocted. Yeah. They got no veterans. They got no playoff experience. Not happening. People, rally around us. How irritated are you? The Los Angeles Times. <laughs> what? Right. When we come back. Get, Mark, get on the freaking line. I'm furious. Mark Matson, who's got L.A. connections. He does. He better come through for us. I'm never talking to him again. UVU's men's basketball coach, the former Laker, plenty of playoff experience. We'll talk playoffs with Mark Madsen next. Stay with us.